bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people... Up, nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. It finally hit me. I got the hiccups. And so now I got to hold my breath every time I talk. Otherwise, <laughs> uh, it's going to be bad. Hey, it's the last hour. What can I do? I got 56 minutes to go. And then we're great. So. Last hour was needless to say a fun hour. Needless to say, it was a uh, <clears throat> interesting hour. Needless to say, it was kind of okay. I'm just saying. If you have any comments of what we were talking about, we were in the midst of talking about whether or not, uh, hey, Sir Chauncey, we ain't going to play Alicia Myers. So just get over yourself. We played it, and it was the music, and it's it, dude. <laughs> um, oh, oh, I forgot to tell you. So... It took me two and a half weeks, maybe three, but I finally got a fence at home. I got a fence. So I called around and no, I'm not doing it in, uh, 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 well, you go where you want to go. But I called stable fence and they hooked the brother up. Not in hooked the brother up and got a deal. I may hook the brother up because they made a phenomenal fence. And so I have one of how I have three gates to my yard. My yard is kind of big and I have three gates leading to different places leading to my, and it, they, they did a phenomenal job. So I'm just saying that's it. I'm done. Full stop. Okay. Um, the news has been pretty interesting. Oh, and to offset the news, uh, the 10 year old boy has been located. He was a critical missing. If you're under a certain age or if you have health issues or things of that nature where your life is threatened, they categorize you as what's called a critical missing. 
Um, I think the only thing higher than a critical missing is if they would put out an Amber Alert and they got to find you like right now. So, uh, you know, like abductions and things of that nature. And so the young man has been located, is back at home, and they're dealing with what they deal with. So we're just happy to hear that he is safe and um, he is doing well. 833-212-1017 is the number. And so today we kind of, you know, are going to sit here and go through some things that I think are important that, that you should hear and that you should know about and that you should uh, know this this holiday weekend, everything that's going on, we'll, you know, we'll talk about it. Number five. The Hoyt Park Pool in Wauwatosa is closed till noon Tuesday. And so why would a pool close? Anybody know why a pool would just close? Like, hey, we're going to close the pool. What I don't want to know is what prompted them to close the pool. But I recognize they said friends of Hoyt Park and Pool said the pool is required to be closed because of a, you ready? Prolonged sanitary event. What does that mean? What's a prolonged sanitary event? I think the question you should be asking is what was in the water that they had to close it so that they could have a prolonged sanitary event? And I'm going to let your imagination kind of, you know, kind of get the best of you. Number four, the Federal Aviation Administration. And Rhea, I'm going to ask you a question. And it's it's I think is a straight up yes or no. But since you are younger than me, I think it's important that I get your perspective. The FAA has certified for testing a vehicle that is a flying car. It's the first fully electric vehicle that can both fly and travel on the road to receive U.S. government approval. So it's a vehicle aircraft dubbed the Model A is the first flying vehicle that is drivable on public roads and able to park like a normal car. It will have a road range of 200 miles and a flying range of 110 miles. They expect the project to be um, first delivery by the end of 2025. What do you think that car costs? Two questions. How much do you think the car costs? How, I, how much I think it costs? When was it released? What, did it it'll, it'll be released in 2025. They just got FAA approval for a flying car that can also be parked. Oh, at least a million dollars, at least starting. It's only $300,000. How much is a Tesla? Uh, like they can run upwards of 50, 80, something like that. 80, 85. How much is a plane? <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So here's the, here's the problem I have. Oh, and my other question, would you buy one? When it becomes reasonable at a cost, would you buy one? I think it depends on a lot of factors. Like if they can... How much can I get out? Like, how much use can I get out of it? Like, right now, I have nowhere I need to fly to on my own. Well, but how you got to drop. I... You got to. It goes 110 miles on on a charge. Hmm. Can carry one or two occupants. I don't have a necessity for it right and now. And it has vertical takeoff and landing, straight up, straight down. 
are there parking plot spots for this? Is it the same I, parking spot? You got to park it on the ground. Like if everything. I land, yeah, like, you got to park it in a car in a parking space. Not think about it. We say yes or no. I'm gonna say that's no. That's not now. fair. <laughs> I think Don't about think it. About it. Well, think that's what it. I asked you to do. I would say no for now. <laughs> now think part three. Think of all the reckless driving that's going on. Right. Think of all the reckless driving. You're asking me to think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Think think about all the reckless driving. Oh, absolutely not. That's and, why I'm and 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 now the reckless driving is both on the ground and in and the in air. The, and watch this. When the cops show up in the regular car to get you, there's Rhea. She's she's leaving the scene and Rhea's car goes straight up in the air and goes like what do you do? Like I I don't I don't know. So then with our <laughs> mm, it just gives me the it sounds like the Jetsons. It just sounds it like does, the, the Jetsons, it? but like I'm with impressed a that you know who the Jetsons are. I grew up I'm watching impressed. the Jetsons and the Flintstones. I'm impressed, but but yeah, it's it's just a weird. I can't see. We've gone from literally the Flintstones, right, with your feet to start your car to get it moving, which I never understood what the brakes were, but anyway, all the way to a flying car. I'm gonna tell you now. Reckless driving has caused me never, ever, ever to get a flying car. What would suck is getting a flying car and then also having that being stolen by the Kia boys. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But you couldn't call it the Kia boys. So what would you, you have to come up with a new name. Is there a private owner of this new flying car? No. Um, the Alef Automotive, A-L-E-F. Oh, the Alef boys lifted up my car. They wow. lifted my car, you know. The I, A-Boys. The A-Boys. The A-Boys. Yikes. Because it's a Model A car. The A-Boys. Now, the only saving grace is I would have to set my car to only fly. Because that way, if you stole it, I'm guaranteed you're going to run out of power. Like, you shouldn't be able to put gas in it. Because gas, I can just fill it up and keep going, right? Just keep going. you got to stop and charge it. That means you have to be stationary for, what, 20 minutes, 30 minutes? And that's when they can catch you. I, I just don't like the idea of a car falling out of the sky. I don't like the idea of a car falling out of the sky on my car. So like, that's why I would never like, I wouldn't leave it on EO to just be like, I have to take this L and just charge it up. Cause I wouldn't, if, if you stole my car, I wouldn't want you falling out of the sky either. Well, is it, is it made like a uh, drone? Like when, when, when drones get to a certain point, right. And they know they have enough power to get back and then it's going to, then it's going to like run out. They'll return to base. They'll return from the place you took off from. They'll return and shut down. Well, that sounds redundant if it's supposed to be a, a vehicle to for transportation. No, because if you steal my car, I will just press the button and it'll just return. <laughs> <laughs> so you think you're getting away like, I'm going, I'm going, get, get, and the car just turns around in the air and just comes back. Then the police are standing there and they lock you up.
I have one question. It's funny enough because I was going to send you this article. And I was like, I don't know, but I'm, it's funny that you brought it up. So now I have questions. Did they say how high they can the car can travel? I don't want to know that. Because if it's like, I don't want to run into a flock of birds know. or a plane or like an ozone <laughs> layer. Like, what's the limit here? <sighs> the company's website said the flying car will be a certified low speed vehicle, which means it won't be able to go faster than 25 miles an hour on a paved road. The assumption is that if a driver needs a faster route, the driver will use flight capability. And that's what scares me. Because that's going to be your excuse. Can you imagine reckless driving in a flying car? It has the same energy as a submersible, but the only difference is that it's been certified by FAA. Yeah, let's not talk about submersibles right now. It's not a good oh, Is it too soon? It's, it's too soon. Mm. It's too soon. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When we come back, um, three, two, and one in our top five at five, you're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Number three. So here's the deal. Should black America still celebrate 4th of July or Juneteenth only? Like, I'm just asking. Should we? I don't know. Well, there's an opinion piece on News One by Dr. Umar Johnson. And, well, with the ascension of Juneteenth to a federal holiday status, along with it being so close to the 4th of July, some black folks may find themselves wondering whether they should still be celebrating the nation's independence day. I personally say yes. However, <clears throat> let me go back to the, to the good doctor. After all, Juneteenth is referred to as black freedom day or emancipation day. So those independence. So whose independence should black folks be celebrating? That answer may not be as cut and dry. Noted psychologist recently took to social media to share his thoughts on the matter and he says there's no choice and there's only one correct answer for black people in America. Juneteenth. There's nothing worse than a Negro who will celebrate his ancestors' freedom on Juneteenth, then turn around and celebrate the slave masters who owned them on the 4th of July. Please pick a side and stay on it. I disagree with Mr. Johnson. I do. I say celebrate both. Take advantage of all the things that America gives you. Is it irony lost the fact that you can live in a country that gives you the right to actually celebrate both? Because other countries don't. Many other countries won't allow you to even think about doing that. The land wasn't always free and the people in the land weren't always brave. But at least we have it, right? 
I mean, that's their rendition of whether or not we should celebrate it. I, I happen to disagree. I get it. I understand the 60 cities that were destroyed, torn up, ripped apart. Oklahoma, Barbados, St. Thomas. You know, we could go on and on and on with all these places and countries and all that. But the fact that you live in America and you even have the ability to open your mouth and say it, where in some other countries you would literally get killed for saying it. I think that's one of the reasons you should celebrate 4th of July. And I can eat a lot of barbecue too. I'm just saying. I'm, you know, I'm just saying. Number two. (sighs) So I'm not getting in cars that fly. It took me a long time to get in airplanes that fly. Now I like to fly. I like to go to different places. Riders were stuck upside down on a roller coaster at a Wisconsin fair. And emergency responders from other counties had to come to help those stuck at the Forest County Festival in Crandon. So you may ask me, well, why are we talking about this? Riders on the Fireball roller coaster were stuck nearly three hours after it malfunctioned at the Forest County Festival in Crandon on yesterday afternoon. Crandon's about 30 miles east of Rhinelander. Um, Antigo, Wausau, Crandon, everybody named Mama showed up to come help these people. And so you might ask, well, it's a mechanical failure and they're stuck, right? They were stuck upside down for three hours. Now, if you can imagine being on a roller coaster, and the bad thing about the roller coaster is the roller coaster is called the fire ball. Balls are what? Round. And it's stuck upside down. And they're just sitting there. Can you imagine being in a harness? Now, okay, let me stop. Because we're talking bodily functions, all kind of stuff that's happening. Stuff in your pocket, stuff you were carrying, your purse. Your th- no. I don't think so. But, I mean, that's just me. But I've never liked. Well, no. Let me ask. When I'm done with this, I want to find out what's the scariest thing that, that like, what actually scares you that you literally don't do. But I digress. Number one. So I don't know how to tell people that sometimes when you call the police. And sometimes you blame the police for stuff. And I have this issue, too, in my neighborhood. A Milwaukee man is concerned. This is from TMJ4.com. A Milwaukee man is concerned amateur pyrotechnics in his neighborhood are not getting the appropriate legal response. As the city of Milwaukee prepares for its annual Independence Day fireworks on the lakefront, one resident is concerned, well, they're not getting the right response. All of a sudden, there's a huge bang. A man said, a really loud bang. The man asked me to conceal his identity so his face 
so he doesn't get any retaliation. But he says Sunday evening after nine in the Brewers Hill, there were several loud fireworks being set off, and the man wasn't. And the first one wasn't an issue. But then they continued. Barely five minutes, another huge bang. I thought this is really ridiculous. Well, in the city of Milwaukee, it's illegal to sell, discharge, and use fireworks of any variety. And if you're caught with them, but the city says an item that emits smoke, a bang, a sparkle is considered illegal. So if you're caught with them, you can get a fine between $500 and $1,000. The problem is since 2013, there have only been 140 citations written for fireworks. But no one is going to get one in Brewers Hill because the police weren't going to show up. He said, I was told they wouldn't send a patrol. They would not be responding to any fireworks calls until July 6th. And that upsets me. It's ridiculous. So the fireworks were actually caught on TMJ's tower camera on King Drive. The police say it will and does respond to firework complaints throughout the whole year. However, there's a usually high, unusually high volume of complaints during Fourth of July weekend, which caused a delay for squad response. Now, I can tell you from personal experience, working July 3rd and July 4th, when I would come in, the calls for service on average were literally 150 to 200 behind. Why? Because every time fireworks went off, people called. You couldn't differentiate the firework from the gunshot. So we had shots fired, shots fired, shots fired, shots fired, shots fired into oblivion. Thank God we have ShotSpotter now that can recognize the frequency of a gunshot and differentiate with some regularity the difference between a gunshot and fireworks. But if you could just imagine the number of calls the police department gets in the telecommunications for fireworks that come in as what? Because if you read the story, the Milwaukee police say it will and does respond to fireworks complaints throughout the whole year. The problem is people call them in and shots fired. And so if you can imagine I don't see anybody shot, so it's not going to be a, a priority one call. It might be a priority two. But if you don't have enough people for, yeah. And so that's why many times the police don't find anybody. There's nobody to write a ticket to, and that's that. It's part of the celebration of America's independence, and that's what kind of what we have and until you start locking people up, well, you know what's going to happen, right? Until somebody's house burns down because one of those sparklers or one of those big shooting things. I don't even know where people get those industrial fireworks from to be in a neighborhood, but that's another issue. When it burns down somebody's house, when it burns down somebody's garage, when it hits somebody's car, right? Then we'll see. And if I'm thinking devilishly before we go to break anyway, do I want to get into a fight with somebody who's in a flying car with a gun? I mean, that's a whole other issue. 
More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Yeah. You know what? I like the players. No dickity, no doubt. Play on, play at Drop the verse. It's going down, face of Black Street. The homies got at me, collab creations. Bump like agony, no doubt. I put it down, never slap. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I am your host, Dr. Ken Harris. You know, Truth Nation, violence is a problem that affects us all, but together we can make it. And we can make a difference. The award-winning 1017 The Truth wants to ignite positive change and bring awareness to the senseless violence occurring in our community. That's why we're hosting the inaugural Truth Walk Against Violence, led by Terry Lowe. Tor- <laughs> you can tell I'm tired. Terry Lowe? Who's Terry Lowe? Tori Lowe on Saturday, July 22nd from Victory Over Violence Park down MLK. Drive right to our studio at the 3rd Street Market Hall. Over the next month, Tori Lowe will be speaking with community leaders about how we can really provide better resources and work as a community to help rise up against violence. So if you want to join the truth fight to stop violence, go to 1017thetruth.com right now. Sign up for our Walk Against Violence Saturday, July 22nd. 833-212-1017. I'm not I'm not buying a flying car. I'm 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 not getting a flying car. I'm, like I don't like I don't like heights. I'm like mesmerized by it and terrified by it at the same time. I know it sounds weird, sounds strange. But the one thing I have a fear of and What's what's your fear? Like what what actually scares you? Like are you authentic enough? Are you open enough to say that like this scares me and I'm not doing it? And it's completely and totally irrational and it has nothing to do with anything. I just I used to be like that about heights. But I figured out that heights is a it's a mindset, right? For instance, as a cop, we get the call, hey, there are kids on the roof of the school. Now, if you know the roof of a school is not a normal first floor, second floor height, it's elongated. So it's it's up there. It's about third, fourth. And you got to you know, gotta get a lot, get to call the fire department. You got to go up, climb up the ladder to go on. Right. And I've gone in, gone up, come back, turned around, stepped on the ladder, came down the ladder. I was fine. Right? However, one day I was at home, and this is before I got that, you know, those leaf covers over your gutters where you don't have to 
close them and you don't have to uh, um, clean them out anymore because I got a pretty high roof and I'm like, mm, I'm not doing that. I'm paying somebody to do that. But then I don't want to pay somebody because if they fall, right, all that. So I said, nope, get the leaf covers and it's worked out beautifully. We don't have any water in the basement, no water in the, it's, it's beautiful. But when I was cleaning them one time, I was just on the first story. So, you know, I have a walk up and then you go into the house. But then that makes the gutters on my house higher than the normal, like, first floor, second floor type deal. So I had to clean them, put some gloves on, got a ladder, climbed up, cleaned them, sat on one side, cleaned to the left, cleaned to the right, wiped it out. Cleaned off my gloves, looked down, and my brain said, uh, Ken, the, you're, you're, you're too high in the air. You need to. And my heart rate went up, and my eyes got big. I was like, oh. And I was terrified to simply swing around and step on the ladder and go down. And I went, I literally had to sit there about 20 minutes just to calm down, take it easy, relax. You've done this a thousand times before. You were fine. You'll get through this too. Now, personally, that kind of embarrassed me. Personally, I kind of went, that's kind of stupid. But I know myself. Haven't been on the ladder since. Hey, can you climb up here and do this? Nope. Not doing it. Put a ball man? Nope. Nope. But the weird thing about it, if I was in uniform and I was at work and something had to get done and you had to do it, I would jump in and do it. There might be some kids on the roof and one of them might be hurt and we got to get up there. He's laying down. Oh, my gosh. Boop. Go right up the ladder, right onto the roof. No problem. Got the kids. Came back down. But if you say, hey, we're goofing around, and hey, let's go up on the roof, I'm like, uh, because I know I'm going to get trapped, then I'm going to have a panic or anxiety attack, and then I will be stuck up there. I do not like heights at all. 833-212-1017 is the number. What, what kind of, what are you afraid of? LT said, about 25 years ago when I was afraid of heights and afraid to fly, me and a friend, who? <laughs> Lord, see, I'm I'm done now. Went to Six Flags, bought the speed pass, and rode in the very front, in the very back of every scary ride, and that was the end of those fears. And so for me, it was flying an airplane. So let me. It's not that I didn't fly on an airplane at this time, but I couldn't afford to fly on an airplane. So I didn't fly on an airplane until 1984. Five, maybe 86. That's the first time I actually flew on an airplane. I was like 20 something years old. So that was the first time I flew an airplane. Terrified the living bejesus out of me. And it was one of those airplanes back in the day where. It was like one of those planes we flew to Hawaii from Seattle. The plane is so big, you have to wonder to yourself, is this thing actually going to get off the ground? 
but it did. And I flew from Chicago to L.A., and it was the longest flight I've ever been on. Well, probably because it was the first flight I've ever been on. And um, from there, that was fine. It was great. And after that, I enjoyed it. Roller coasters ain't going to happen. I don't care what's going on. I don't care if the world. Hey, if you stay there, the only way to get out of here is to jump on the roller coaster. Guess what? Bro, man, burning up today because I am not getting on a roller coaster. They terrify me. So, LT, hats off to you. Um, roller coasters and going upside down, and I, I can't do it. I'll fight a bear. I'll fight an alligator. I'll fight a crocodile. But I'm not getting on a roller coaster. And that's that. Now, does that make me a punk? Don't respond. I saw your head move like, <laughs> like, but think about that. Think about that. We have fears that cause us to do really, really dumb things. And other times we are terrified because we're terrified. I know I am. 833-212-1017 is the number. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon this 4th of July Eve, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Anything on your mind, give me a holler. We'll be right back. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, as we cruise into the holiday. So, Rhea and I got into a discussion earlier about a, a thing people do that, that I never thought of. But, I mean, I'm just saying. So... I can literally think today the the pretty part of your refrigerator that has the clear that you put like milk and all that, right? Do you ever go out to the store and you get fast food and they say, oh, but here's like 9,000 ketchups and eight mustards and mayonnaise and bread, right? And so you go, well, should I throw them? Oh, no. I'll toss them and put them in the refrigerator, right? And you just throw them in. And you have this little thing. Well, I remember the other day looking for, I'm like a hot sauce guy, right? So every time I get some, I, I love hot sauce. I put hot sauce on everything. So I kind of toss them in the little pocket thing in the refrigerator and it needs cleaning out. I'll just say it like that. Because there's got to be like 10,000 different little condiments in it. In the pocket thing, are you saying like the flap that you put the butter in? 
Mm-mm. Like at the bottom in the door, you can put like small quarts of milk. It's clear. I have like a two sided and a bottom oh, freezer, okay. and and it has little where you could sit stuff in it, right? Okay. Well, it was only a couple about two or three years ago, and the couple turned into like you know eight dozen, and it's all different kind. And so Rhea said, "Well, how 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 long do you keep condiments?" Now I'm gonna be honest. <clears throat> do you call them condiments? Like I don't even think about condiment. I just think there's some ketchup. Or it's a mayo. Well, commercially produced, not homemade, if you put it in your refrigerator, there's an actual guide online at thekitchen.com. It's spelled a little different. The, K-I-T-C-H-N dot com. There's an actual, and this person did it because they kind of said they're having the issue I have that they are they're having a refrigerator door battle and sometimes you just open stuff up and then set it in there right like relish you open it up you use it and you just sit in the refrigerator although I'm finding a lot of people don't refrigerate things they're supposed to refrigerate I can't understand unrefrigerated mayo that's just weird to me but I also can't understand I refrigerate by hot sauce but I digress open items open containers of common comedent, com, com, I can't, condiments, right? Open containers. Barbecue sauce. How long do you think you should keep barbecue sauce? Four months. Four months? So, I'm just saying. That's what it say. They've even got one for the USDA. Ketchup, cocktail, chili sauce, six months. Horseradish. I don't know any black people. You eat horseradish? I do not know any black people that eat horseradish. Three to four months. Mustard, mm, 12 months. It depends on what you eat horseradish with, because I have had meals that asked for it. I had to buy it once. In your entire adult life? Yes. And if you're over a certain age, that means that that once is like at least a decade. Okay. Horseradish. You know, I've never tasted horseradish before. Like I make it a point. I don't ever want to taste horseradish. She'll probably pull some out of her purse. Here you go. You know, you have people that do that. I'm like, I like that with hot sauce. Mustard, 12 months. Olives. <laughs> Look at this. Olives, two weeks. Olives are two weeks, but pickles are one to three months. You ever seen a bad pickle? You ever seen a pickle? If you ever see food like this go bad, you'll never eat it again. You can keep capers for a year? Hot sauce. <laughs> I've been vindicated. Hot sauce, five years. Five years. Five. <laughs> it depends on what hot sauce. I had some Cholula oil, that, or oil sauce that went bad. But I didn't know it was going to get old. It got old. So bougie. But it's got to be the right kind of hot sauce. I mean, you know. But there are some things that are just not hot sauce. Like, I've tasted some stuff that wasn't red hot and wasn't the, what was it, Cholula, whatever you call it. Cholula, the, yeah. Yeah, Cholula. Anything outside of that, I'm like, no. I got to go straight Tabasco sauce. Okay, get this. Have what? you ever eaten a Reuben sandwich? Yes. Got horseradish in it. Depends. Uh, 
Depends on where you get it made at. Where Some do you don't get? have. I ain't telling you where I get my Reuben sandwich. I ain't be trying to put stuff in my room. Look, put something in my room sandwich. That's Dr. Ken. Let's give him. Let's give him double horseradish. Rhea said, "Give him dump." No, no, no. But yeah, then, then I, if that's the case, then I've tasted horseradish, which is why I don't eat Reuben sandwiches. Um, <clears throat> what about jelly and jam? One year, but ketchup is only six months. Like, didn't doesn't mold set in? Mayonnaise two to three months after the use by or best by date. Mustard a year, olives one year, or the date on the package. Wow. Pickles a year. Pure maple syrup a year. Relish a year. Salad dressing. Now, this is the one that everybody has to be honest. Y'all leave this crap in you all's refrigerator for like years. Salad dressing, six to nine months if it's sold unrefrigerated and six months or the date on the package if sold refrigerated. So if you buy it refrigerated, when it says stop using it, you should stop using it. But if you buy it unrefrigerated and then after you open it, you put it in the refrigerator, six to nine months. I'm really shocked right now. (laughs) (laughs) Salsa, five to seven days. Soy sauce, two years. Tartar sauce, six months. I don't use tartar sauce after I open it. Just the fact that it's tartar sauce, it might. Well, that's the condiment that got me on this whole thing was like, okay. I was like, well, tartar sauce shouldn't go bad. And I looked at it and said it was a year old. And I knew I ate it like three months ago, which is even worse. Don't buy me no food ever. Like, don't, don't. Hey, I made some. No, that's okay. Thank, thank you very much. I appreciate it. But you know how you have some sauces in your house. It's no. just like I never knew. I know, like ketchup. I feel like no. I've never seen. But you just needed it, so you used it. Well, I just never thought they would get old. I just never assumed the ketchup would get that old. But then I was like, when did I actually buy this? And I looked at the. the, the <laughs> but but when anything you buy gets old. Yes. Wouldn't, wouldn't you at least generally agree with that? But, like, for most condiments, I thought it would take at least a year. So the salad dressing, the tartar sauce, and the ketchup right. are what threw me. Hmm. Everything's been thrown out, though, since, so. Do you use Worcestershire sauce? Like That's what I was thinking about when you said horseradish. Uh-huh. That's the thing I don't use. That's what I had bought. That's what I needed to go buy, not horseradish. I don't really eat horseradish. Mm. It's worse. Do you eat Rubens? I do like a Ruben. Well, then there you go. You eat horseradish. And that what you told me? I like them. I'm 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 a I'm a more patty melt guy. I'm more of a patty melt. Like any kind of is there like a specific patty melt that you like the most or? Well, all all patty melts are kind of made with onions and a sauce and so, but I don't mustard or whatever. But I don't. I'm not the. I don't. I can't do the. Yeah, horseradishes. Maybe that's why I just avoid eating Reuben sandwiches all the time. Like people say, hey, it's a Reuben. I'm like, eh. what's on a what do you use Worcestershire sauce? sauce? Steak. Oh, right. That's what I was A1 Worcestershire sauce. You might cook with it. Yeah. Stuff like that. Now I got to go home and throw stuff out.
because I got to look at the, I don't even want to know. Horseradish is great on your roast. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, uh, no. That sounds kind of good. Anyway, <laughs> you're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Tori Lowe Show is coming up next. And we are off on tomorrow. You will hear the best of, and we'll see you back bright and early at 7 a.m. on Wednesday with DT and Tully. And we'll be right back. Thank you, Rhea. Appreciate it. Don't need any horseradish. Don't need any, like, here, I'll just email you the list, and you can, like, not eat. And y'all know y'all line. Tomorrow is 4th of July. You are not going to the store. You're going to lose all that old stuff. Wait, they need to check them all now. They're going to be like, dang, I got to buy all They're not going to check it up. They're going to wake up late. They're going to have to hurry up and grill. <laughs> and they're not going to check it. Eating old ketchup, old mustard. Well, <clears throat> make sure your insurance is paid. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. God bless. Take care. I'm out.